Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name my is... Name. <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Well, thank you. My name's uh, James Lutalo. I am the Director for Tourism, Wildlife and Antiquities in the Ministry of Tourism, Wildlife and Antiquities in the Republic of Uganda. I am responsible for the coordination of policy formulation and implementation with regard to tourism development, wildlife conservation, and museums and monuments development in Uganda. James, do you hunt? I personally do not hunt. I do not hunt myself. But is hunting a management tool that you use for wildlife conservation in Uganda? Um, for us, as a country, to be able to manage our wildlife resource, the country has been, uh, uh, we have created wildlife protected areas as well as wildlife management areas. For protection of wildlife, we have national parks and game reserves. For the management of wildlife outside wildlife protected areas, we have designated wildlife management areas, and these are within communities. And the essence is that 
communities would begin to realize the value, the economic value of wildlife because we go about it by doing monitoring, establishing the populations of particular species. And once we know the populations, then we give out hunting quarters. And these are usually 2% of the total population. We then advertise and ask outfitters, you call them outfitters, for us we call them concessionaires, to apply for hunting rights or wildlife use rights. In terms of our law, we have wildlife use right class A that allows for sport hunting. And the proceeds from the hunting are shared between the concessionaire and the communities in whose area the wildlife is hunted. And once the communities do realize that there is economic value in the sustainable and organized hunting of wildlife, then they themselves become the protectors of the wildlife because they view it as a resource in their own area. So yes, Uganda does undertake sustainable sport hunting as an economic activity, but also as a management activity for wildlife. How much money goes back to the community? Is well, there a percentage that by law has to go back to the community? Yes, by law, uh, the concessionaires sign agreements with the communities and usually the districts or the local governments and the communities are involved. I'm not quite sure how much, but I know that there is a good percentage of the money that is returned to the communities and they are supposed to use it to enhance the protection of the habitat where this wildlife lives. So they leave the habitat intact for the wildlife to thrive as they also get benefits, financial benefits from the concessionaires that bring in uh, professional hunters. James, what would happen if hunting was not available to you? What if hunting was, what if hunting was not a wildlife management tool that you could use? Well, if it wasn't, then all the wildlife on private land would be wiped out. Because in Uganda, one of the biggest challenges we have is human-wildlife conflict, resulting from, one, the land is static, the populations are rising, the communities would like to use the land to grow food and to get involved in other livelihood projects. But once wildlife is looked at a, as a resource, then the communities will protect it. But if it is looked at as a liability, then people would hunt it away and get the land to plant crops. So we would not have wildlife outside the protected areas if we did not allow for sport or communities to allow their land to be used for sport hunting. How, does it, how do you feel when somebody like DEFRA says, you guys don't know how to manage your resources 
And so we're going to enact some laws that's going to stop the import of trophies from people hunting in Uganda. Because that's the way that your wildlife is going to be benefited. Well, that's his way of thinking. But uh, those of us who are on the ground have a different view. Where wildlife has existed and where no organized hunting has been allowed, or it, it has not taken place, the species have been depleted because people have hunted the edible species and have not allowed them to multiply themselves. Where cats are involved, these are poisoned and uh, keeping of livestock then thrives because whether you allow for hunting or not, there will always be need for land. There will always be need for resources. If communities look at sustainable hunting practices as a form of getting revenues that are needed to ensure that their livelihoods are catered for, then you will not help us to protect wildlife if you stop sport hunting. If you went out to the communities that have benefited from sport hunting, they will be the ones to first petition against that kind of decision or advice. James, is there anything else that's on your heart that you want to say? Um, <laughs> Well, um, the only thing I can say, I have been in the wildlife sector for the last 32 years. I joined in 1988 when we still had wildlife outside protected areas. As I speak, we have those populations that have gone down. The only populations now that are thriving are only those either in national parks or where hunting has been allowed. I have had sentiments where people who do not understand that hunting can be used as a conservation tool in their own selfish way of thinking. They only look at the trophies that come out of there, but not the survival of the species that are protected by both the communities and the outfitters in what we have designated in Uganda as community management wildlife areas. I would encourage DEFRA to visit those countries that are practicing sustainable hunting for him to appreciate, for them to appreciate that issues of human wildlife conflict can only be addressed positively through sustainable utilization, which among other things includes sustainable hunting. James, you are the man, my friend. Thank you are you. the man. The fact that you've been working in Africa and wildlife conservation for 32 years yeah. is absolutely admirable. 
Thank and you. Thank you. It is you can you are not a hunter, but you can appreciate hunting. You can see it at work. You can see it on the front lines. Exactly. And you have communicated that very eloquently. Thank you very much. Thank you, James. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.